They are like trees planted by streams of water. I speak to the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Like many of you, the pandemic and stay-at-home orders turned me into a dedicated bird watcher. I'd dabbled before, but this year pushed me to set up multiple bird feeders, study bird guides, and participate in the great backyard bird count in February. At first, my delight was in the dazzlers, bright red cardinals, the jewels in a blue jay's tail, and then looking for the rarities, sighting the barred owl in our woods. But over time, my attention focused more and more on sparrows, those plain brown streaked birds, so numerous as to be beneath notice. Yet as I watched them through my binoculars, I started to see their differences. I learned how many types there are, and I saw the glory in these little overlooked ones. And I understood better Jesus's promise, are not two sparrows sold for a penny, yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Sometimes I feel insignificant in this world. I wonder if my plain self is worth much in a world of flash and color. And then this past year, I've been studying sparrows and I saw the beauty and the individuality of each little one. And they helped me understand the promise that God knows and cares about even the smallest sparrow, even me, even you. We can trust in that care. Scripture, scripture is shot through with natural images like this, birds of the air, lilies of the field, branches and vines, shepherd and sheep, sowers and seed, and trees, lots and lots of trees. Those natural images can feel pretty far away from our 21st century lives. Although I know some of us here grew up in FFA, I also know that over 80% of us live in urban areas now where natural beauty is secondary and agricultural knowledge thin. But just as bird watching helped me understand God and scripture better, so does understanding these other natural images. If we, if we miss, if we miss, we miss or miss, we risk misunderstanding God, our relationship with God, and even our very selves. If birds wing their way through scripture, trees are planted everywhere. Most often to, just to describe us, we humans. In Isaiah, unjust people are likened to oak trees with withering leaves starved of water. Judah's leadership is compared to a shoot coming out of the stump of Jesse. And today, here in Psalm 1, the theological introduction to the Psalms, all 150 of them, which is the prayer book of Israel, Jesus and the church, 
we read that those who do not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor linger in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seats of the scornful, but rather delight and meditate on God's law, well, they are like trees planted by streams of water, bearing fruit with full, vibrant leaves. What an image. Those who delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night, are like flourishing trees. For many of us, one tree is much like the next. Perhaps we can tell a pine from an oak, but most of us are what is known as tree blind. We can't distinguish one from another. They're all just kind of a blur of green. And I didn't understand the imagery of trees in scripture until I came upon a grove of thriving palm trees at an oasis in the desert of Joshua Tree. After hiking for three hours through the desert, seeing varying shades and shapes of tan and brown punctuated only by the dusty, spiky, alchy green of cacti, we came upon an oasis. An oasis like something out of a cartoon where palm trees suddenly arose in the middle of the desert. They were thriving and green. We could hear the sound of water. And as we got closer, the temperature dropped. The air was sweet and cool. Birds were darting in and out among the palms and the other plants that were springing up in this lush place. This was a fertile place in the midst of dryness and dust. Here, trees thrived and they flourished because their roots were sunk in good soil. They received the nourishment and the water they needed. This is the advice the psalmist gives to open the Psalter. Delight in God's law, which might also mean delight in God's will, God's ways, God's word. And you, we, will sink our roots into nurturing soil. We will be sustained, our thirst slaked by cool water. By dwelling in God's law and word, we will be stable and sure, still in our meditation, tall like an elegant tree, planted, grounded. We won't be like those in the psalm who are rushing from place to place. First, they're walking with the wicked, and then they're lingering with sinners, and then they're sitting down with the scornful and the scoffers. They're being tossed about by the counsel of those who follow their own pursuits and laws and interests rather than God's. They will be blown away like chaff, the useless part of a plant like dust, dry, offering nothing to nobody. This past year, I haven't only been studying birds, but trees too, though I confess I'm still fairly tree blind. My interest was sparked by Richard Power's novel, The Overstory, which I commend to everyone. It tells the tale of multiple characters whose lives are intertwined with trees, who are as essential to the tale as any human character. Powers creates literary fiction that effortlessly shares scientific information as well, including this newly realized truth about trees, which I have verified. There are no single trees. 
they act together. They can communicate with one another using chemicals to warn one another when bugs or disease are invading. They can share nutrients with one another through a vast underground network of fungi, which some people call the world wood web. In times of health, a tree will send support in the way of nutrients through that network to another tree in need. If that first tree becomes stressed or weak because of disease, then others support it. This all depends, however, on being planted in good soil that can support that kind of network, nourished by plentiful water. And it occurs to me, as I read this psalm, after a year of stress and strain, how like a grove of trees we are. We faithful here at All Saints. We are promised in the psalm that if we can stand still and strong in God's word, meditating on scripture and God's will, seeking to know and to follow it, we will flourish, we will flourish like trees planted by streams of water, roots deep in good soil, even as we are beset by those who would pull us away from God's law of love, the world that is always seeking its own way rather than God's. In the gospel today, as Jesus prepares the disciples for his leaving, his crucifixion, Jesus prays for them, asking God not to save them from this world of the wicked, the sinners, the scornful, but rather to protect them, protect us from the evil one, even as we stay in this world. What better protection could we have than dwelling in the body of Christ, this flock of sparrows, this grove of trees, dwelling together in God's law and will and word, sending each other help when our own soil grows dry, when we're beset by the evils of the world that threaten to turn us into chaff. What better protection than to dwell deeply in the rich soil of God's law, God's will, God's word, God's word, who is Jesus Christ, tree of life, who gives us eternal life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.